Hey, good evening, committed man. I hope that tonight finds you guys doing very fantastic and feeling wonderful today. Um, I titled this message this evening, Freedom Does Not Come From a Flag, because I'm seeing a lot of flags all over the place and not just at my house. So we put flags up all over the place. I've got seven flags behind me hanging up here in my shop. And each one of them may tell you a little bit about something about me or what I believe or how I feel. But there's no freedom in any of them. So not only do I have them in my shop, but I have them in my office. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight more flags hanging up in my office. So 15 flags in my space here. But they don't give me no freedom. Just give a little bit of identity into the character, I guess, of who I am and what I believe and what I stand for. But right now we see a lot of flags on the television and a lot of flags on people's Facebook profiles. And that's great. But there's no freedom in any of those flags. There's no freedom in that American flag behind me. There's no freedom in that Christian flag. Freedom only comes from one place. And I want to thank Douglas the other day for putting this scripture on my heart and celebrate recovery. It comes from Galatians 5.1. I'm going to read 5.1 through 6. Um, I really want to focus on 1 and then 5 and 6. But it says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free. Right there. It tells us where our freedom come from. It says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free. None of these flags made us free. The men and women that died for these flags, they didn't make us free. Christ makes us free. It says here, And do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Indeed, I... Paul say to you that if you were circumcised, Christ will profit you nothing. And I testify again that every man who becomes circumcised, that he is a debtor to keep the whole law. You have become estranged in Christ. You who attempt to be justified by the law, you have fallen from grace. For we, for we through the Spirit eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness by faith, for in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor circumcision avails anything, but faith working through love. So if you want to dive into the, the conflict here where it talks about the circumcision or uncircumcision, I encourage you to read Acts chapter 15. Um, I'm not really going to dive into that. What, what I really want to focus on is where, where Paul is telling us exactly where our freedom comes. And he tells us how through our faith, right? By 
Wait for the hope of righteousness by faith. Guess what? Faith is free. Our freedom comes to us free through Christ Jesus, not through a flag. So as we're watching these wars, we've had a war between Ukraine and Russia going on for many years. And now we've got a a war in Israel. Um, If you study biblical prophecy, you'll find out that that these things are not uncommon, that these things... um, these things shall come to pass um, before a lot of other things can happen in, in, in what is in Bible prophecy in, in many of the books. You can look in Matthew, you can look in Daniel, you can look in, in um, Revelations clearly. Um, I'm not going to get into all that, but what I want to tell you is with everything that's going on in the world, there's a couple things that, that we, the called, are called to do. Um, the first thing that we should do, be doing right now, is praying. We should be all doing a lot of praying. Um, it says that although we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. Second Corinthians ten. Okay, so um, it says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Um, we should be praying. We should be praying that that everything that's going on in the world. In, in our country, in the other countries, um, that God's will prevails in all of it. Uh, that, that every person in every nation is touched and they see him, Jesus Christ, through it all. We should be praying for a great revival, a revival of the Jews, that the Jews are delivered to Christ through this, right? That deliverer of Gentiles, that, that Muslims that, that don't believe in, in the Sharia law and these things that uh, these other Muslims do, that, that they see that they can get their freedom in Christ Jesus just as we have our freedom, right? We should be praying that our prodigals return. Uh, each and every one of us have them. I was one at one time, and, and you know, I had people that stood in the gap for me and did a lot of intercessory prayer for me when when I was departed and, and far from the Lord. Um, and that's what we should be doing. That's the number one thing that we should be doing is, is praying for, for everybody in this situation. Um, again, uh, we walk in the flesh, but we do not war according to the flesh. The second thing we should be doing, man, don't be fearful. Um, but be faithful. Don't be fearful, but be faithful. Um, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and sound mind. Second Timothy 1.7. Okay, so although there may be a war that may get the United States involved in it, um, don't be fearful of it. Uh, many of you have served in the military. I, I served in the military during wartime. Um, there are fearful moments for, for the service members and their families, but we, we pray to God for that. We put that on him through our prayer, and we're not fearful. Uh, we're not fearful to lose our life because we trust in him. And we know that this short time, this test of, on earth, 
um, is, is small in comparison to how long eternity is. Um, so how do we do this? If you really want to get strong and, and, and read a bit about faith, read Hebrews 10 and 11. There's some really, really, really strong scriptures in there and some stories to, to really back up faith. I encourage you all to read it. But, you know, as far as the sound mind, how do we get a sound mind if we don't, you know, if we don't have a spirit of fear, but we have a spirit of, uh, of power, love, and sound mind? Um, read in the Word of God. So to prepare your mind, do that through the knowledge and wisdom of Christ. And, and we do that by reading his word, by sharpening each other's iron um, through conversations like this and, and watching other sermons and utilizing our, our time and our, our gates to our, our spirit uh, wisely and watching what we intake and what that influence that has on our lives. Um, and then a spirit of love. So we're charged to, to love thy neighbor as thyself. And, and that is every neighbor, right? It doesn't matter what flag they're holding up. Even if the flag that they're holding up is different from the flags that you have, Jesus commands us to love them. That's the greatest commandment in the, in, in the word of God is, is that love, that agape, unconditional Christ-like love. Um, that's just one of the spirits that we're supposed to have. Well, fear, but love. And then a spirit of power. So um, we can do all three, right? So we have the authority to take those thoughts captive. Just like it said in, in 2 Corinthians 10, right? We, although we walk in the flesh, we do not war in the flesh. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. And it tells us in a couple verses down that, you know, that we are to hold every thought captive we have that power to hold the thought any thought captive that is not of christ all right man and then the third and last thing that that i would say that, that we are called to do in a time like this is to disciple and to lead okay we need to be a walking talking breathing hallelujah um Although we carry the burdens of the, the world, the world that puts on us, and we carry them for our family, we don't need to show everybody that. We need to try to be as positive in everything that we do so they can, they can see that. And I, and I know I'm stepping on my, my toes right now as I'm stepping on some years because I'm not always like this. I, I, I absolutely know this. Um, it's one of the things that, the God is wrench, that God is wrenching on me with. Um, but, but that's what we need to be striving to do, to strive to be that light in the darkness everywhere we go. And we need to be preaching the gospel, just like we're charged in the Great Commission. It says, you know, in, in Mark 16, 15, it says to preach the gospel to every creature. And if you read Matthew 24, it says that before the Christ can return, that the word of God will be preached to everyone. Um, and the word of God is nearly preached everywhere. I'm sure there's some remote tribes that have not gotten it yet, but, but nearly everywhere. But it's, it's our job to, to be doing that. We're, we're charged with preaching the gospel. Um, one of the best ways to do that is to share your testimony of what Christ has done for you, what he's done for your family, how he's restored you, 
how he is restoring you, um, how he's delivered you from something. Um, and, and do that every chance you get. Um, I'll just say that, that Christ is the world's best life insurance. There is no life insurance on the planet. It doesn't matter how large a policy you take out. It doesn't matter how much money you put at it. The best life insurance that will set you free is free. And it comes through Christ and Christ alone. So, uh, man, that's my message for you today. Lastly, I just wanted to thank, uh, first of all, I want to thank God for allowing me this opportunity to come to you. It's been next week will be one year that I've been doing this and and the Lord has been stretching me and grinding me. Um, and a year ago, I'd never done a Facebook video in my life. My first Facebook video ever was was here on Committed Man. And, and I thank um, the Lord for for giving me the courage to say yes when the pastor saw that I, I could have an ability to do that. And I thank the pastor for recognizing that. Um, and I thank you all for, for hearing me out through this last year. And I look forward to many more. So I want to wish you all a happy evening. Enjoy the rest of it with your family. God bless you all. I'm signing off.